This is Arvo Radio Podcast. Why are you smiling already? <laughs> I was waiting for your introduction. <laughs> I usually don't have an introduction. Tell me, delicious. Yes. Um, what are the most frequent questions you get? Now, the reason why I'm asking you this is because this atmosphere feels some kind of way and the radio apprentice is eager to know like every other person you know i i love to put myself in a position where i help other people answer the questions they're asking yes and for your own safety (laughs) it's good that you have certain frequently asked questions put out there via podcast that okay they stress you too much you're like I've heard this before. Please just go listen, come back, and ask more where you're confused. Yeah. So let's help you to help us. <laughs> I like it when you got to smile like that because we know that a lot of details are coming hot, hot. <laughs> so tell us right here now, what are the most frequent questions you are being asked most of the time? Okay, so... Um the first most frequent question comes from men and the, they say it as a request but I see it as a question it's like my, my woman is not always in the mood like I always have to initiate it and then you hear sometimes women will say he hasn't touched me for weeks and then the conversation between them and their partner will be I don't touch you why didn't you touch me so the question now is, why is it that women shy away from initiating sex? When they ask you that, how do you answer them? Because huh, we, want to, we want to also get answers to that too. So now there are so many reasons why women can shy away from initiating sex. Um, but the most common is upbringing. Mm. Now we're in Africa, we're in Nigeria, we were brought up to believe that the act of sex is a man thing. Mm. So um, the man is supposed to be the one that comes up to you, runs after you, chases you. When you finally get to say yes to him and you decide to have sex, he's the one that has to pull your clothes, he's the one that has to lead you to the bed, he's the one that has to do everything. Women only start becoming responsive to our sexual advances in the last couple of years because of education. People are now more um, widely traveled, wide read, and all of that. People are now becoming too horny. <laughs> See, women have always been able to suppress how horny they are. And that's why sometimes when a man finds a woman who is a freak in bed, he goes wild because it's very rare to find the woman who can sexually express herself freely another reason is the stigma of who taught you teach you this thing we did now it's not like it wasn't enjoyable but at the back of the man's mind not every man but the woman's fear is if i do this thing now this is an innate thing it's just like a man nobody taught him how to get hard Nobody taught him the movement to make. Everybody knows it's a front and back movement. Mm. Whether you're up or under is a front and back movement. Whether you're standing or sitting is a front and back movement. It's an innate sense that you just have to say this is how I'm supposed to move. So 
during the act, the woman can just say, oh, I, I feel like touching him this way. Hmm. But she'll be like, if I do so, won't he wonder who taught me, where I learned it? Who did I see do it? And so for this reason, some women, they're like, I don't know anything. Only the one way in they do not, the only one who I know. Ah. <laughs> okay. Another reason is a woman can be shy because sometimes sex can make you lose all sense of inhibitions. So she may want to scream, she may want to, she may be climaxing and be convulsing. You would think she's convulsing anyway. Body movements and she doesn't want to completely let go. So you don't see everything there is to see about her. She wants to like, let me keep some dignity for myself. So oh, yeah. Let me just hold myself small. You know, I, I know a couple who always tells his wife, they do like say, you know, they sweet you. Come on, come yeah. here, my friend. You know, because he would want to come on to her and she'd be like, mm, leave me, Joe, don't touch me. I'm like, what's wrong with you? This I know you like it. Like, you're already wet down there. Yeah. Anything make my hand reach dinner is already wet. So why all of this younger that you do all... And this is a married couple. You'd be like, let me check. If you're not wet, I'll leave you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it doesn't work because, I mean, she likes, she loves him, he loves her. She enjoys their sexual time together. So she would be wet. So these are the kind of questions I get asked in varying degrees, different ways. And then you'll be like, um, I need something to put my wife in the mood. Most times you actually don't need anything. You just need to have an honest conversation with this woman and say, look, my love, my darling, I understand that you love the way we make love, we have sex, but this is what I think you're holding back. And I think you should be able to let go. It's a process. But trust me, both of you will enjoy it in the long run. Now, when it has to do with society and the stigmatization, it's also not the woman's fault. Now, remember that um, she has had this thing for years, 10, 15, 20 years, depending on when she got married. Mm. So subconsciously, even when you're already in the act, she still feels like she's doing something wrong. Oh, wow. It's as bad as that sometimes. If this man told me not to give me doggy, I think I'm doing something wrong. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> if this man is giving me a head or say I should give him a head, I think I'm doing something wrong. Because parents, society, religion has over time classified some of the things we do sexually as bad, as sin, as unacceptable, as taboo. Like in this Nigeria, there are so many tribes that don't do certain things during sex. So you can imagine if someone, a woman is from that tribe and then meets a man who is not from that tribe, who now wants to do those things. And she's not bold enough to tell him, no, in my place, we know they do this thing. She would allow him to do them, but she'll be, she'll restrain herself from enjoying it. And what people also need to understand about the sexual act is, the fact that you don't say how you feel doesn't mean the other person cannot sense how you feel. So when you are not into it, he knows, she knows. 
They may just decide to sweep it under the rug because at that time, hormones are high and they just want to come. And, but they know, trust me, you can't hide it. So if, for instance, the timing was 30 minutes, when both of you know, enjoy yourself, and then all of a sudden you start having inhibitions about certain things, you see that either the man will climax quickly or do something to just cut it short, just so that, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I think I have to hurry. May no be sad they disturb this person. So society plays a role, parents play a role, peer pressure plays a role. Um, the woman may think about stigmatization. Sometimes also the experiences, the past experiences that she has brought into this current one she's in can also play a very big role in how she responds. But don't you think that um, the reason why women will not initiate sex or act like they're not in the mood um, is possibly weighed as complicated because um, I see it as different strokes for different folks, yeah. right? Some people, depending on the person they're around, feel like, okay, that's the way of connection. Um, when you say you don't want it, you know, they're pulling you back and insisting that you want it and shit like that, turns them on. It so can be a ritual. That that's, People have yes, their, have their yes. ways of that. And maybe this person is already used to it. This person has been with a guy that does that with her. And then you go and meet this girl. And she's not shown you that person until you realize that, oh, I'm doing all the job. And she feels like this one don't know me. <laughs> now that's why having an open, honest conversation but some people don't like to have conversations. That's the thing. It's like, if I tell you, if I say it via conversation, then um, I'm not doing anything special. Okay, so the act of even friendships is not written on the forehead. So if, for instance, as friends, let's not even talk about the sexual part. If, for instance, as friends, you have the habit of calling me 11 in the night, 11, 30, 12, and I don't like it, and I don't tell you, I would be getting irritated every time you call me. One day, you will sense the irritation in my voice. I can hide it for only as long as I can. I can't hide it forever. But if after the first couple of times, you call me that late, and then one day I'm like, look, guy, this is your late night course. It's not as if I don't like it too. But it worry my sleep. Can you drop a voice note instead? And I will attend to whatever it is in the morning. Can you drop a WhatsApp message, a text message? As in, it, it cannot stay, I understand. You want to, as it's in the app, you want to tell me, no wahala. But instead of calling me and waking me up from sleep, can you do this instead? Now, if we have that conversation, I want to believe that if you're my friend... You would understand where I'm coming from. Because it's not as if you're calling me during the day and I'm ignoring the call. You're calling me at night when I'm supposed to be sleeping. Now let's translate it into sexual relationship. I like to be touched in a particular way. How do I communicate that to my partner if I don't use words? So saying that telling the person, you know, would take out the specialness of the act. Of finding out. Because you have this magic word. Um, figure it out yourself. And it's like, okay, let's see what, 
what he can we do. can experiment for instance i i have um a class that we call body mapping sensual body mapping mm. in sensual body mapping we don't use words is it physical yes the physical class but between couples ah. <laughs> you don't have class for like normal people no you have to come with your partner now who do you want to map yeah, it's your partner you map now. I bet you if you put it on <laughs> if you put it open <laughs> some ladies, some some guys will walk in there and be like You can't map another person's body now. But that's what I'm saying now. Like <laughs> if you make it like an open <laughs> class, like y'all yeah, show up and peek. You realize that uh the babies will be like, Does this will have years? Okay, has beers. It's okay. All right. Feels like matchmaking. Come, just practical. Let's just go. <laughs> so now in that class. Um, we teach couples how to communicate without words during the act, not before. Now, what it means is, as you're being taught, just a preview, as you're being touched by your partner, your body language should tell your partner whether you like that touch or you don't like that touch. Mm. It gets easier when you use words. But because we are, as women, most women don't know how to say in words what they feel about sex, about their bodies. So we ask them, okay, show your partner. And then we teach the partners, the male partners, how to understand the signals the women are giving up. But do you, do you really think that the signal that they get, let's say someone during sex does not really get it the way they want, do you think that would hinder her from being able to express herself when she's honey, because yes. I, I probably want to it can believe. be a waste of time. Like, now let me keep this my honeyness. I beg. If I go meet them, nothing will come out. Away. Now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people won't understand that that's the problem. People like, yes, uh, she never gets to initiate sex, isn't that? Sometimes it's because she doesn't actually enjoy it. Yeah. Now this is still wabsi. No matter, as it has to do with sex, we're still back to having an open, honest conversation. And she only does it with him because it's just an obligation she needs to fill up. Ah, that's a heartbreak. If anybody gets to hear that, say, you've just been having sex with me because you want to fill up an obligation. And then another reason why women too may not want to have that honest, open conversation is men and your ego. Both are easily bruised. I just just highlighted it now. Just imagine that lady just says, (laughs) lady just says, uh, the reason why I don't initiate sex with you is because I don't really enjoy sex with That's you. That's what we're saying. Ooh. You're not supposed to say it like that. That's why we teach how to communicate effectively. You only communicate with somebody who, who really wants it again. No, no, no. That, you, you're not supposed to be blunt like that. You're not supposed to say it's because I don't enjoy it with you. No. You'll say, I would actually prefer if you do it this way. Why don't we try something new? Hmm. He sees it as something new. You see it as, oh, God, finally, I want to teach you how I like to be taken care of. Okay. Well, I believe that this part needs to be earlier discussed. Even, I think you should even be telling them that maybe the most easiest thing to do, if this is the case, is to discuss this particular scenario before yes. you guys get... Have sex. Have, exactly. No, maybe after your sex, maybe after your first time, but okay. it has to be discussed over and over again, yes. just so that if there's no connection, y'all should just pack your bags and... And then um, couples also evolve sexually. When you say evolve, what do you mean? They Good. get better. They get better. Sexually. 
sexually. together. Okay. So um, when they start going into sin. <laughs> so um, the way it works is you were doing A and B, A and B, A and B. As time goes on, you include C, you include D. A and B okay. is bread and a car. <laughs> you include E. So what's C? <laughs> it's not the alphabet of sex. We're just saying that there are so many other things that you can add as time goes on. So you can evolve. And then there are things that you also brought up brought into this sexual relationship from your last sexual relationship that you either have to let go, continue doing, or improve on. Okay. Um, even though we say don't bring your last relationship into this one, but we are a we have a bit of history that um, with our former relationships that can help the current one we're in. And then um, wh when, while that is going on, we try to tell people also don't compare because these two people are not the same. Just like you, when you are not even the same person you were in the two relationships. It's very hard. I think you're saying it's very it's hard. It's difficult. It even happens with the, with the men. Someone would say, okay, if we're about to deviate a little bit, uh, a man once said that he was in a relationship with somebody and he felt he wasn't good enough. He was really struggling to stay much longer with her, but he loved her. So he was going, checking himself, this and that, but mm -hmm. nothing. Only for him to realize that when he met somebody else, okay, he said when he mistakenly, that was the word, mistakenly had sex with somebody else, he realized that, whoa, everything that was lacking in him was the rhythm of the moon. And I was like, that is something that a lot of people haven't figured out. That sexual compatibility is I another tell, podcast on it. I tell you. So is it like, what? Sexual compatibility is a very serious thing. Because you can vibe very well with somebody. Dude, have pride. Dude, you say, if he's banging the girl, that's rhythm he's giving her, like the real... He said, bro, she's not faking it. I want, if I want to know she's not faking it, I hit her hard like, to a point where I know that it's either pain or pleasure, that too. So I know when I hit her there, I get the change in sound to know that, okay, this is painful. Change it. He said, bro, the fact that that rhythm is high, but you know, going to come down. <laughs> That's the thing. So he was sexually compatible with her. Yeah. If that was where he wants to be, then he's fine. Really, he is. So sexual compatibility is. Don't worry. You said we we're going to keep it before we start spilling milk. I'm telling See you. See that part, good. Kai. So, women can can be shy. Okay. Because of stigma, they may want to. They may not want to communicate their For how long pride. can they be shy? You see, it depends on the individual. Because we have also possibility of reading long, wrong languages. Like the people who are asking you, the truth is, if you search their mind, they have a lot of other things going on. So many things. So many. And which cannot, might not be favorable to what the situation yes. is with them. So I usually ask them to search themselves. What is that thing that you know that that you like but is stopping what do you think is stopping you from expressing how you want to be touched or how you love sex to your partner so once we deal with whatever is the background or underlying issue because for everybody something is the reason why 
for some, it's probably they've gone through surgery, they've had kids, they're not self-conscious about their bodies, or for some who just feel, look, my body no fine. There's some women, even as fellow women, will see them and tell them, you're beautiful. They themselves feel that we are lying. They'll be like, hey, because you're a woman like me. So for that reason, they don't want to initiate sex. They wait until the middle of the night, maybe the day Nepal has taken light or something. Like They are really over-self-conscious about their bodies. No matter how much their man praises them, it's water over the back of a dog. Right? They, don't, they don't believe. So those kind of women are women who, in time past, had been body shamed or not appreciated well enough physically. Like oh, you're... So words of affirmation is what those kind of women need for those who it's their bodies that is the problem. No, but if we keep saying that word of affirmation is what they mean, it would have been easier to tell a woman who is not initiating sex to, hey, go and listen to Delicious because, uh, hey, I, I, I want to recommend a podcast to you. Go and listen to it. So I should guess the word directly because I believe that most women have more problem with being with rejection. But you can be fighting rejection if it's with somebody whom you know that as soon as you touch him, he's writing to it. Because I would have said, oh, it's because of rejection. You don't want to go uh, there and he says he's tired. Yeah. Or we can probably say that the man has history of saying he's tired and the woman too has now has built up a defense to protect her own side. So it doesn't mm -hmm. look like she's desperate. She wants yeah. it. And over time, it became a thing. So at the time when he's changing to not want it, she's used to she's not, now, yeah. she's used to not wanting to ask. She's like, okay, let him be the one to act. And even if he acts, I'll do Shakara on top, you know. But the dynamics of every relationship can be changed. There's nothing that is set in stone. Look, a, re a sexual relationship, a relationship, a marriage is supposed to be fluid. You're supposed to be able to flow with the times. You're supposed to be able to adapt. Because life will keep throwing things at you. You're supposed to be able to adapt, flow with the times, understand where it is you are now, understand where you're coming from, understand where you're going to. I'm not saying you should have sex every day. I'm not even saying you should have sex twice a week. Everybody's rhythm, everybody's pattern is different. But as it has to do with expressing yourself, express yourself in the way you are most comfortable with. Not because, you know, we're now telling you, uh, maybe it's because of this, or you're acting like this. No. How do you express yourself so you find out what your love language is that's fine you find out what your people talk about love languages a lot there's also what we call a sexual language so you find out what your sexual language is um, how you how you get to know she's horny without saying she's horny yes and how to know that she's asking for sex without asking she for has sex. to even know what her own sexual language is i think i think it's going to, need to make sense I think most men too don't even understand when she's asking for sex without asking for sex. I knew a woman. So they miss the signals. Yeah, I knew a woman who said, "Okay, we're just playing around with words one day," and she was like, "She's going to make a meal for her husband, for her man this evening." And in course of conversation, talking about that meal, and I realized that the history in that meal, the first time they ever had that meal, they had that meal, got drunk, and it was the first time they had sex. Right, and to her it was good. So for her to say she's going to make that meal for him... He knows. And he knows. <laughs> That's exactly the word. And he knows. I think most people, most guys don't understand when she's asking, 
without asking. Using the words, exactly. I think we're all looking for she to come and start touching. I don't think most women do that. I think they just try to put up some signs to tell you. I know a couple who the, the, the phrase they use is, so he either picks up the phone to call her or boyfriend and girlfriend or she calls him or they can meet anyway. And once one person says, have I been dumped? That's a signal for guy, I want you. Babe, I want you. <laughs> but not everybody will be doing that now. So you, you now have a job to really <laughs> answer them easily because these things actually happen. And I think because of the dynamics of things generally in the world right yeah. now, men are beginning to see themselves as people who think should be brought to easily. Yes. More than it was before. Like before, we have to really battle. She's hurting, she wants it, and this and that, but you have to keep struggling and fighting. And then when the sex begins, you're like, so you wanted this thing, <laughs> and you had to make me suffer. <laughs> and you're like, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. But now, because of the way we're beginning to drag balance, the men are being like, okay, since we're beginning to drag balance, and we're not unknowingly bringing, connecting things, because I don't think we can do A without doing B. It's just like you're saying from going from dominance to partnership, this and that, and like, okay, since that's the way, if I can do all of this for sex, you should do the same too for yeah, sex because yeah. we're beginning to drag balance. I think we're beginning to mix up things here and there. And so nobody's reading meanings, right? She walks out of the... Normally, she's not used to walking out of the bathroom tiny at all, and she's walking out of the bathroom tiny at all when you're in there. Well... Well, if you're safe and secure and she's yours, right? It's not like a visitor who came to see you and mm-hmm. then did that. That that one is not is not it because I don't think you have to make a move on her because she came out of the bathroom with a towel. Yeah. But if she's yours, she's your person, somebody that you're doing shit with, well, at that point, it's it's more of your pride to be on the line than hers. She's come out of the towel with the towel. She's not used to doing that shit and she's doing it. That's or, a signal that you or she knows that, of. or she knows that you like a lady who wears transparent nightwears, and so the day she doesn't want you to have sex with her, she'll kit herself fully. Head that one, you know that <laughs> so no, no road. <laughs> <laughs> but the day she's wearing that transparent nightwear, you know that uh-huh. tonight is the night. Some is as as simple as wearing a particular perfume. She wears that perfume only when she wants to have sex. Yeah, you just know, okay atmosphere activated i know a couple the day that they, they the man is in the mood or the woman is more they do is take a pic a picture it doesn't have to be a nude picture so he can be at work his place of business he can be out with friends once he receives it could be a picture of her thighs alone it could be a picture of her face once she rece- once he gets a picture or she gets a picture they drop whatever as long as that thing they are doing is not life or death they can be at, at an event she can be at an event and he can be in the office and he'll be the one who will send her the picture. She'll leave the event. And the only question she'll just ask is where? Like, office, house. Like, guy, I need to know where I'm going to. You know, and just... So, a sexual language is very important, but every human being, every couple, every sexually active adult is supposed to understand what their language is. No, you have to do that research. I think... The most amazing thing about being able to listen to podcasts or broadcasts or read newspapers or articles is that you don't have to do the work again. 
The okay, people so we you can listen do an to, episode on um, sexual languages. We just have to figure it out. And as a matter of fact, it needs to be asked. Like, it doesn't have to be something we sit down in your studio and push possibilities. Yeah. I think we need to have a time to actually go to people, right? Okay. Sit down, like, on a casual talk and be like, oh, t- okay. oh today... Uh, today I showed up with Delicious. Do you know her? Yeah, she's a sex therapist. Is that okay? We just want to ask you one question. You know, we you know you're, you're my friend. Yeah, don't worry. Just pretend like you don't know me here now. When you when you're honey and you want sex, without telling, asking them if you have a man or if you have a woman. What, yeah. How do you communicate? How? What do you do when you want sex? Now, if you if we can ask five people, what they do when they want sex, mm-hmm. and people get to hear that. It might just send a signal to somebody oh. who's somewhere not knowing what it is. You can you would probably hear one day somebody tell you that when they are honey, they go they go and start cooking. Uh-huh. And a man who is in his house will be wondering why his wife is cooking at 10, 10, uh, 10 p.m., She's eleven p.m., or twelve a.m. You get it? Yeah. And it's like she's always cooking. So imagine when you ask somebody a question, be like, when you're honey, when you're honey and you need of sex, what do you do? And she says, I like cooking. And one man hears it and he's frustrated and just about to end his whole lifetime yeah. marriage. And he's like, whoa, is that it? So any day I see her doing in the kitchen, just run there and give her one set in the kitchen first and we'll shut down that cooking. Right? I think, I think that would really work because yeah, I believe finding out in surveys, connecting different people yeah. with different ideas mm-hmm. is better than being pushing speculations, possibilities. Yes, it is. You have an assignment. I do. <laughs> I do. But then, I mean, I love what I do, so it's going to be an exciting ex- assignment. Yeah, you have to push it quite close because you're telling the people now that, hey, at this point in time, we have... Because it's going to be huge. And nobody would want to go to people to ask them other than the way you can ask them. So they have a channel of like, I heard that Delicious was saying it somewhere that... You can do this, do this, do that. And then people were saying this and that. And then we're like, okay, that's it. Yeah. Or if somebody says, you go to trenches part, you be like, when I'm honey, I just go to fetch water. Ah. <laughs> fetch water, okay. And he's complaining, oh, you're carrying too much load. Don't you think he's hurting your back? He's unaware. Like, to what be fair to him, know? he's completely yes. unaware yes. that that is what you want. But it's awkward because people respond or people activate in different ways. You don't yes. decide... And they may not even be aware of it. Right. No, but they have to know that that is their situation. And some some people will say, I've heard someone over the moon say, when they're honey, they begin to nag. Yes, you can be be unnecessarily irritated. Everything irritates you. And this this testimony only came out because um, she met someone who... um, was used to talking less. So every time she was nagging, every time she nags, he fucks her. Mm-hmm. She now realizes that, okay, so sex fixes my nagging, huh? So it's every time she nags, she's nagging. Yeah, talking on phone, she's in her office, she's nagging, and dude tells her, I'm coming to your office. And at that point, she's not saying, she's saying, no, no, I get that. And he gets to the office, shuts the door, gives her a bang, leaves without saying anything. She comes back home. She's now beginning to try to appeal to him. What will you eat, this and that? He'd be like, you were nagging. We've not settled. <laughs> <laughs> we've not settled. That we've not settled is 
for him to hit another one. Dude wants to hit again. He hits, he hits again and tells you we're still not settled. She said there was one weekend that she that she went rogue. She didn't know what to do. That was how the conversation came up. She was like, this guy wanted to kill me over the weekend because of small nag, why nag? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like he now knows, so he now used it against me. Small nag. And he said, we've not settled. We've the not settled. Weekend. Dude was banging me per second all the through weekend. the weekend. <laughs> Next time she wouldn't nag. It was, it was on a Monday early morning after the one he did to me on the early morning that he told me, well, that we can have a conversation when I'm back from work. Like, we've not still settled until I'm back from work and we talk. She said she had to start begging from food. Like, don't worry. Don't Let's start again. talking from here. Look, you see, so at the end of the day, we really need to understand each other. It's a very difficult scenario. Just imagine you it don't have is. that kind of person. That it is. is because I find when I spoke to that dude, he was just laughing. Like, say, Papa, why did they laugh now? You see, he was having the time of his life. See, while all of you are arguing about who they nag, I want my wife to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did do everything that makes you shout. Like, I reach house and I know she doesn't like me littering my shoes. Ordinarily, I pack my shoes. I'm a very tidy man, but since I know that is it. It's not I get back. I throw my shoes even the center table. As she enters, she says, she, she like... gets back now. She gets back and picks the shoe herself to drop. <laughs> <laughs> See, so people should learn to work with what they have. Now, this man has found how to, probably, before now, he didn't know. So he wasn't getting as much sex as he thought he would get. But all of a sudden, he found out, look, if this woman nags and I knock her, that means I get to have as much sex as I want to during the month. So, Madam, did the quarry. Me, I did the college. <laughs> yeah, so, so it, it it works for them, and that's good. Um, yesterday I was telling you about a, a lady who who said her and her husband, her current husband, once there's an argument, as they start quarreling or arguing, one one person stops the conversation and kisses the other person, mm. and that ends it. It's not if they won't come back to that whatever it was that they were arguing about, but. They now kiss, make out, have sex. Everywhere is not calm. Then we can now talk. So you need to find out what would work best for you. But what we're going to do is, of course, when we um, sample opinions, we're going to lay the ground rules for how women can initiate sex. Yeah. And then, um, hopefully, women will take a hint or two from the various scenarios that will be put out. And that will enable them have better sexual experiences. Because, ladies, let me tell you something. Sometimes these men are tired of chasing us. I mean, he has chased you already. You're already his. Why does he still have to chase for sex? I'm not saying that, I mean, it's the innate ability to do shakara. That's a given. But it shouldn't be all the time. Okay. Sometimes just do it. He can be seriously walking. Madam, go and sit on his laps. When he asks you, hey, he said, I just want to distract you for two seconds. You don't even have to go the whole way and have sex with him. Just distract him for that one, two minutes. Stand up and go. I know a pastor who said he doesn't like to quarrel with his wife. Because this woman has found out 
Oga like yash. And she's heavily endowed. So when they quarrel, she doesn't apologize. She will leave him when he's at his study table because when they quarrel, he can carry Bible and be reading. She doesn't have a problem with it. You want to pray and fast? No problem. And they have three kids already. She will just find a way the children will not be in the house or they'll be in one of the rooms watching TV. She'll wear a G-string and be parading around where he's reading. Ah, ah. Or God will not know when he will close the Bible and start apologizing. No, that's cheap blackmail. No, no, no. So he now said, now he doesn't even like quarreling with her. Because she already knows how to turn the thing around. And he will not be the one that will be begging. That all she will do is she will just wear the G-string and be making sure that she did walk up in front. Knowing that there is no a person they pass your phone since where your head did and you carry head up. Once you carry head up, you see her, she has forgotten the reason why they were already in the first place. Okay, no, this is not fair. Justice for men. <laughs> Justice for the pastors. So find out what, what you and your partner likes. Find out what you like most especially. No, don't send them on an, an errand. Would would may actually make surveys and ask you who's yeah. listening. Um how you feel, what you do when you are honey. And there's, let's use whether there's someone around or there's no one around. What do you do when you're honey? How do you feel when you're honey? Do you smile? How do you communicate to your partner if your partner is around when you're honey? Uh, yeah, that works. But we'll start from individual. Individual race first. Yes, sir. That thing you do inside your room, that frustration that comes up. Well, yeah. And that frustration and happiness. I just listen to music. The people that read books. Oh, so when you're listening to music, any kind of music? No. We listen to hard rock or something. Something that has plenty Jim Jim inside. To distract you? Yes. Come listen to slow music now. I want to kiss somebody. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so when you... can't you... be listening to love songs. No love songs. No instrumentals. No slow music. Party jams all the way. And please, party jams that don't include the word fork, sex, breast, yash, all of those things. You, not included. You must have a playlist that's carefully selected <laughs> because there's no playlist in this world now, none, no playlist in this world now that 60% of the tracks in there don't have these words mentioned. None. So you must have a very select, carefully selected playlist. So anyway, there are so many ways to deal with these things. So we'll sample. You must be a portable fan because that's the only place where you might not hear one. <laughs> <laughs> or Teruji fan. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, it's an exciting thing to learn about yourself sexually. Like there are people who just find out things and they're like, wow, I never knew this about my body. So... Next episode, let everybody get ready. Ah. We're going to be exposing some people. Okay. So that's what it is, exposure. We're exposing the weakness of women and men. No? Is, that, is that how you're putting it? <laughs> must, you, must you sound hostile? <laughs> Are you supposed, why did you not say helping? You we say, want to expose exposing. the secrets of people. So that when next to a woman or your man does something, you'll be like, hmm. That's true. I heard this somewhere. Fam, you don't want to see her face doing that. It's like looking for trouble. This is the Radio <laughs> yes, Apprentice. Yeah, like looking for trouble. And you're listening to our Radio Live podcast with Delicious and 
we're taking we're just taking a very long break because she had a face on that looks like we go some call on her out all of now. Nah. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> this is our radio podcast. <laughs> 